Because the reality is Instagram can be an inspiring place or a stressful place. It can be a way to feel connected or isolated. And while we don't have the answers on all of that, what we do feel passionate about is teaching circus professionals how to use the platform to further your goals. And that all starts with building a personalized strategy so your time using the platform is more impactful and hopefully more enjoyable. Being a circus boss is all about being confident on and off stage. It's about you living more of those powerful moments when time stands still and your audience is captivated and connected and everything feels right in the world. Welcome to the Circus Boss Podcast. This is the space where we talk about all things business and marketing related to circus so you can make those big dreams happen. We're your co-hosts, Brock and Eileen, and we help circus performers and producers manage your business with ease so you can spend more time on the flying trapeze. So if you're a circus boss that's ready for more, hit subscribe and join us every week. Your audience awaits. Hey there, we're so glad you're here for our 10th episode. I can't believe we're on number 10 already. So thanks for being here. Whether you're one of our dedicated fans that tunes in every week, or you follow us on social media or found out about us on Circus Talk, we're glad you joined us. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to use Instagram strategically. So if you are looking to get more out of your Insta, we're definitely going to cover that today. And stick around until the end because we're going to share three tips you can use when you are building your Instagram strategy. I love that we're talking about this today because Instagram can be so much fun. It's filled with tons of images and videos and creative inspiration and skill sharing and I'm loving the, the reels now that they've brought reels in. There's just so much fun. And it just it's a perfect platform for us as circus artists because it's all about creativity. And what we do is so visually stunning. It's it's the perfect platform for us. I'm partial. I spend most of my time over on Instagram. <laughs> but talking about how you use it, like it is called social media, right? And so it can be a great way to connect and socialize and even build community. But if you have a strategy in place, you can actually use the platform to build your business further or further your performing career. And I see that there's a lot of untapped potential in that arena specifically that we want to help you with. We have a workshop coming up on August 15th with Shared Culture Concepts, all about using Instagram to cultivate sales. So today is about the bigger picture of the concept of how having a strategy for your Instagram can help you. Yeah, and I think it'd be great to start with first, why is having an Instagram strategy important? Mm hmm. And everyone may have different goals for how they use Instagram, so it can be confusing on what is the right way for you to show up. You may feel stuck on a hamster wheel of always mm -hmm. having to post content without feeling like you are achieving your larger goals. You know, I want to mention the hamster wheel because I had a shift happen for me. I first started Instagram. I can't even remember what year it was, but my goal was just to see if I could use the platform. I said, I'm going to post every day for 30 days, mm -hmm. you know, and that was like a really great way to just jump in and start doing it. But then it became pressure. 
after a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, just when I have shifted to having intention with each of my posts, I kind of feel a little less pressure to have to show up every day because my posts are performing and achieving the goals that I want them to, to achieve. So anyways, I'm diving into strategy because I like that so much. But there's something else that's when you don't have a strategy that you can kind of get lost in and it's what's called vanity metrics. And so those are all the how many likes do you get on each post and how many followers do you have? Because when your posting is focused on getting that external validation, it kind of worries me sometimes. I don't know. I've definitely had times where I've had to step away from Instagram when I was focusing on just those metrics. So there are other metrics and other results that you can be focusing on with your posts to not just get wrapped up in the external validation or the vanity metrics. Yeah, it can be a slippery slope. And, you know, in line with that, too, there can also be this pressure to show up all the time, like you talked about. Mm -hmm. And I know that one of the things you commented on before when you were trying to post every day is that it can feel like if you aren't showing up, Mm -hmm. if you need to take a break for whatever reason, because of life or business or, you know, whatever that is, it can feel like what you're doing in real life doesn't even exist. I know. And sometimes you're not showing up because you're actually doing things in real life. You're super busy. But it feels like sometimes if you're not showing up on social media, that is it really happening? Does it really exist? Because the reality is Instagram can be an inspiring place or a stressful place. It can be a way to feel connected or isolated. And while we don't have the answers on all of that, what we do feel passionate about is teaching circus professionals how to use the platform to further your goals. And that all starts with building a personalized strategy. So your time using the platform is more impactful and hopefully more enjoyable. So next up, let's talk about how you get started in developing a strategy. What should you be paying attention to? What should you be focused on? And the first place you can focus on is what is your intention? What is your marketing for? Being really clear about your intention and your purpose for using Instagram helps you hone in on what exactly it is that you're going to use that account for. Because Insta can be a way that you share skills and build community. Or maybe you're looking to be an influencer or get brand sponsorships. Or you can use it for networking and building relationships to further your career. And Insta can be a great place to attract the right followers and turn them into paying customers and loyal fans. Mm -hmm. And there's no right or wrong answer here. I just want to be very clear about that. It's up to you to decide how you use Instagram. So just take some time to think about your main goal. What do you really want to use the platform for? And what are your end goals? You know, the last two that you mentioned are really where our expertise comes into play with strategies. Just like you can build your profile and create a strategy for networking on Circus Talk, you can carry those relationships back and forth between platforms and actually use the two to support each other. Like you might meet someone on Circus Talk and then you can start following them and engaging with them on Instagram so they can see your latest and greatest. Or maybe somebody finds you on Instagram and they express interest in your work and you can send them a DM and invite them to check out your Circus Talk page. Mm. Then the other strategies that I really geek out on are about using Instagram as a lead generation tool for your sales process. 
This one we'll be diving much deeper into during our upcoming workshop, but we'll share a few tips today to get you started in that direction. And one thing in common with both of these cases is realizing that you can be selective about who you are trying to reach and targeting who you are building relationships with on the platform. It doesn't have to be about getting the most followers as possible. It can be strategic. So I just want to dive into this a little deeper. So the first place to get clear on is exactly who you want to be attracting and speaking to. You want your people to know that they're in the right place when they see one of your posts or land on your profile. Mm-hmm. They really feel like, oh, this this is speaking to me, you yeah. know? So a good place to start is thinking about your target market. Now, we define this as where you want to specialize within a market. So if you're focused on maybe doing event work, well, what types of events? So that's like the segment, what you're targeting within the larger market, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe you're into the travel industry. Maybe you specifically want to focus on cruise ships. Or maybe you have your own tent and you're focused on producers and venues where you can take your traveling tent shows. Or if you're a coach, rather than just saying I coach circus, like what segment are you teaching contortionists and aerialists, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be segmenting rather than just saying I do circus. Mm -hmm. And then the target audience is dialing it down to who are the people that are going to hire you or pay you. If you're more in the event world or the show world, you can think of those as the gatekeepers too. Maybe a casting director isn't going to pay you, but they might hire you. So these are the people that give you access to the work that you want to be doing. So this might be like a talent agent or an event planner, or maybe a talent coordinator at a festival, or like we said, a casting director. And then if you're coaching, dialing in your target audience would be maybe you work with professional circus artists, like Mm. pro track aerialists and contortionists, right? So it's just, it's dialing it down. Like who are the actual people that you want to interact with? Because sometimes we think about the market. I want to do cruise ships, but who are the people? Yeah. Because Instagram is about engaging with people. It's social, right? So it's important to know the market and know the arena. And it's important to know the playing field of where you want to fit in. But you really want to get to, well, who are the people? that have access to that, that can get you in there because it's about talking and engaging with people. So just to recap, first, you want to think about what are your goals? What are your intentions? So take a few moments to really sit down and write that out. What do you want to be using the platform for? And then who do you want to be attracting and engaging with? And so you're going to need to know that information to go further with your strategy. So Let's go ahead and share. We have three great tips that you can start applying today. And first, when creating your content, you want to craft your captions as if you are speaking to just one person. Mm -hmm. So as an example, instead of saying, how do you all feel about this? You can say, how do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. Or instead of saying, is anyone feeling this? You can say, let me know if you are feeling this. So in both of those examples, I've taken it out of the general you all, and I've made it specific to an individual person. I know that's so good because we think, yes, yes, you're making this post and it's going to go out to however many followers you have. 
but one person at a time reads it. They're not yeah. all sitting there in a group reading it together. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But most of the time, it's one individual person maybe laying in bed in the morning yeah. <laughs> or sitting on the toilet or waiting in line somewhere or on a bus. All the weird places that we check social media. It's an intimate relationship. It's an intimate experience. So if you can really think about just speak to that one person. Yeah. And keep in mind that your content is all about your followers mm -hmm. and not you. So knowing what motivates them, what they are looking for, what problems they have or help that they need, once you figure that out, then it will feel to them as if you are speaking directly to them. Exactly. And that's not to say you're not talking about yourself. We do need to hear from you. We can hear your, you know, your personal story and your about us and build that personal connection. But it shouldn't all be that. Mm -hmm. There should be a balance. So don't hide the person. We want to know the person behind the brand, how you think and what your stories are so we can build that that connection, right? But I think as performers, we focus on, oh, here's the event we did and here's how cool it was or here's the show I did and here's and those are important. We need to see those. But the more you can learn to speak to your audience, the more they will feel a part of your journey. And that's why it's so important to know your target audience, to dial that in, because you want to learn as much about them as possible mm -hmm. so that you can relate to them. And so they feel, oh, this person gets me. They know what I need. They know what I'm looking for. Yes. So next, let's talk about images. Because this is where the target market comes in. Mm. Knowing your target market is really important to think about your images because you want to put yourself in that situation. So if you're a coach, you want to show the student's experience. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we want to see photos of you performing, but we want to see photos of you teaching and we want to see photos of your students' transformations, right? Because that's the market that you're working in. Or if you perform at events, you want to have images that reflect the type of event you want to get hired to do. So if you're looking to do upscale corporate events, don't only post photos of you in your backyard. Now, right. I know it's been hard during COVID to get those event shots, but setting up a photo shoot and getting a brand styled photo shoot going so that people know, oh, this is what it will be like when I hire them. You have to really spell it out for them. Another part of the images is like we mentioned with the students, and you can do this with all types of performing work too, is what is the transformation, mm. right? So you can have fun with what's you before and after makeup or, you know, without costume and with costume or showing the event that you perform in, what it looks like once you're there, you know, showing that end result is really important because we found that, you know, people don't always have a lot of imagination, and the more you can show them, this is what it's like when you hire me or you pay me or you, you know, this is what you're purchasing if we're talking about using it for sales or if you're looking to perform on cruise ships and you don't have any photos of you ever being on a cruise ship, how can you start to project the image of what you want to be? Yeah, it's all about helping them visualize mm -hmm. what the experience is going to be like. Yep. And then the third part is let's talk about hashtags. So hashtags, I didn't even know what they were about when they first came out. You know, I was like, what is this hashtag thing? And then I started to understand it. And I've like, it's another area that I'm obsessed with researching. But you want to think about your hashtags as a way to draw attention from new audiences. If you look at your insights, 
in Instagram, it'll show you how many people saw your post that weren't your followers, Mm. right? And that can come from hashtags and that can come from other people sharing your content. So the hashtag part of it is really important to do some research and find out, you know, what are the hashtags that your audience is looking for? Not necessarily the hashtags all of your friends and colleagues are using, because again, they might have a different goal. Right. Right. And so that's where you get clear who's my goal, who's my target audience. And those are the hashtags that you want to be using to expand your reach, to attract the people that are looking for someone like you. And you can think about being local and including your region. If you, you know, provide a service in a specific service area, you should be naming those cities and townships and regions in your hashtags as well. I know sometimes it's fun to use a hashtag to emphasize a point. Mm-hmm. Like hashtag I'm tired yeah. and you could totally do that for funsies, but just know if you are using Instagram for a strategy, the hashtags can really carry it further. So Instagram allows you up to 30 and I've read so much and studied from so many gurus on this that there's a debate on whether you use 17 or 30 or all of that. Basically what I've come to and what I've heard people say is why would Instagram give you 30 if it's going to penalize you if you use 30. So right. I say use use 30. Use as many as you can. And I have a ton more of thoughts on hashtags, but I do recommend using different ones. I like to tell people that have a hashtag bank that you can just like pull from for different posts. So you're not reusing the same ones every single post. Those are such good points. I just want to restate them again so mm-hmm. they stick in your mind. Yep. So the first tip for developing your Insta strategy is when you're creating your content, speak to one person. Mm-hmm and make the content about your followers not you Mm -hmm. and then second was about the images that you choose think about what position your followers are in what do they need what do they want to see and then think about hashtags the hashtags that you use and using them in a way that's getting in front of the audience you want to be seeing you yeah great and so one final point is once you know your intention for your Instagram and who your target market and target audience are, and you've started to to develop a strategy, if you're noticing different needs and different audiences, like you've you've mapped this all out and you're like, wait a minute, I have like this audience over here and this audience over there and wait, I should be using this hashtag for this and this hashtag for that. You might want to think about setting up separate accounts because you might be doing multiple things as most freelancers do and most Mm -hmm. artists do. For starters, we really recommend having a separate account for your personal and business accounts or professional account, however you want to call it. And then another common one is if you're self-booking for event work and also teaching private lessons to students, those are two really different audiences. Mm -hmm. And so that could really benefit by having two accounts with two different strategies because you don't want your followers to be confused. You want them to know they're in the right place, right? And you want to know that you're speaking directly to them. They feel heard, they feel represented. And if you're speaking to too many audiences, that can be really hard because they might lose interest if your posts aren't speaking directly to them. That's a really great piece of advice. So that's it for this episode. And I just want to thank you again for listening. And if you want to learn more strategies around using Instagram to cultivate sales, Be sure to join us August 15th, 2021 in our workshop with Shared Culture Concepts. You can sign up at circusboss.com slash 
IG workshop. And if you're catching this episode after August 15th, 2021, don't worry. We'll have that workshop available as a replay at the same link too. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what we're throwing down, remember to hit subscribe and get new episodes each week. And of course, we'd be honored for a review. We want to know if you're valuing our thoughts and how we present things and share things. And of course, we would love and be honored for those five shiny stars. So thanks again. We'll catch you in the next episode. Keep being a circus boss.